Why are you so nervous, Marcus? It's all right, mate. Yeah. <laughs> good day, chick. And I'll just throw my hat to him. I'll say, good day, toots. Did the boys take the piss out of it? Yes, we did, but we all did enjoy it. Hello, Pressure Point fans, and welcome to episode 107. Finals are around the corner. Another big week of footy, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Marky Mark. Marcus, how are we? Quinny boy. What's going on? Uh, mate. Oh, I'm a bit flat. A bit flat, to be honest. Yeah. It's been an uh, interesting 48 hours, to say the least. Absolutely. And I guess this time of year, I mean, wins, losses, the speculation between who makes finals, who doesn't, who finishes where, and it's... It's a stressful and nerve-wracking final few weeks of the season. Um, but I guess on the other hand, you've got to probably appreciate if your club is in that conversation to begin with because you'd rather be in that conversation than be with North, Essendon, West Coast. Yeah. I'm stressed. I'm so tell. stressed. You look yeah. like you've aged about six years yeah. since um, Saturday night. Oh, we've gone from three weeks ago where we were certainties to play finals to now we've had a horrendous loss to Adelaide and... Um, We've got the hardest three games any team could possibly have over the last three rounds. So it's, oh, yeah, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, who would predict, who could predict anything? You know, a lot of things that have happened this season. So well, who are you to predict that that's exactly the way things are going to go in the last three rounds? So no, exactly. It's I mean, be you, interesting. you see a lot of ladder predictors and um, things like that. It, it, you don't know. No. Nobody knows. Who knows? Any team, any team can win on any day, mm. essentially. We've seen that this year. So it's going to be an oh. interesting uh, final. There were a lot of finals implications, though, over the weekend. So oh. A lot of uh, things were moving and a lot of taking shape. So it's we're set up for a massive um, three games. Absolutely, with a lot of teams teetering around that eighth spot. And, I mean, we've said it before, does it look like anyone really wants to finish eighth? I mean, yeah, it's happening again, isn't it? Well, I mean, the Tigers put a good foot forward um, on the weekend, which we'll mm. talk about a little bit later. And then, obviously, Melbourne just sort of solidifying themselves as one of the best teams in the comp with their massive win after starting off slow. Well... Every, every team that had to win won, except for Carlton. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, yeah. Well, think you about around ar- ar- the eight. Richmond won, Saints won, Doggies won. No, Doggies didn't win. Sorry, I'm thinking of the week. Yeah, so start again. Saints won, Tigers won, Dees won. They had to win that to make sure that they finished in the four. Geelong looked like they've probably sewn up their top spot. Um, am I missing some? Collingwood. Probably going to be in the top four. So unbelievable! Everyone that really had to win won, and it's really you and Bulldogs. And Bulldogs Bulldogs probably weren't along. Yeah, Yeah. and they probably weren't expected to win down there at um, GMHBA either. Good start to the game, though. I thought they were going to roll away early on. Yep. So um, yeah, I mean, Geelong just showed they're probably a little bit too strong down there, especially. But yeah, you're right. I think it was really the the shock loss of the the round probably was the Carlton one. Well, should we start there? No, I'll just get this off my chest. This yeah, is, I can see you've been venting now. So we'll start by saying that we did watch the game together, and I, I was I didn't really want to speak. I was too scared to say anything because I thought oh, I'm going to get shut down by anything well, I say. At this you were point. sleeping at one stage. Oh, that yeah. Well, I mean, do you, do you, <laughs> turned do you, around. Do you blame me? Do you blame me? Well, it wasn't much to keep my eyes open for. That's for sure. But anyway, I want you to talk about it because you've been. Um, I've seen you a couple of times since the game already and you haven't been happy. Mm. I was just, it just brought back memories of, of how we used to be before this season. It was exactly the same feeling of just disgust. It was just deplorable the way they went about it. It was um, oh, just with so much on the line with, you know, all we have to do is just win that game. We're guaranteed a final spot. 
And to dish up that against an Adelaide side who'd been pretty average, yet they're probably a little bit better at home. But still, the way they they are completely dismantled us. Um, I was saying before, I think yeah, we had the most amount of clangers or turnovers in one game for any any team this season. Um, the most broken tackles as well. Um, got smashed at the contested ball, tackling, all that sort of stuff. So pretty much got beaten at our own game. So um, And Paddy Cripps that completely dominated, like put us all, you know. It was a real captain's performance where it reminded me of 2019 when we were a basket case and Cripps was dominating. So I think was, I think the only problem with that though is it was the classic, like you said, twenty nineteen performance where Cripps put everyone on his back. Like he he was driving the train, but no one wanted to board the no, train. That's that's what yeah. I mean that that's why it was such a familiar feeling. We're like oh no, like just remind it just brought back memories of such dark times for us. Um, so it was yeah, it just, it just stage of the season with the three games that we've got left. Like it's just set us up to, in such a stressful position now, and. These next three weeks are going to be torture. <laughs> uh, honestly, like we would guarantee, like we were dreaming of, you know, going deep in the finals. Like we had all the everything there. We'd been playing some great footy all year. And then, oh, it's just, it's just so disappointing. But let's just hope that that's just a blip. But we're like, going to have to pull something out of our ass over these next three weeks. What is funny how big a difference a week or even two weeks in, in footy can be. I mean, we could be sitting here this time next week. Carlton have rolled over Brisbane at the Gabba, and yeah, you're talking exactly. about how you guys are, exactly yeah, how you guys are Premiership favourites again. You know what I mean? Like oh, we spoke about it before we recorded, but how many weeks ago was it? And you said the Geelong Carlton game was the grand final preview, yeah. and now you're talking about not playing, that was not bit, making the eight. It was tongue in cheek. I know it was. I know, it was, I know it was tongue in cheek, but you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, I, know, I know. You're all up and about, and then it was like you have a bad loss, and I mean, and it's like that for every football fan, not just you and. Carlton supporters, obviously. I mean, we'll talk about me a little bit later, but a couple of weeks ago, I was pretty doom and gloom and after last night's game, yeah. I'm very up and about today. And mm. it's, just, it's just funny how how big a difference a week in football can make. Yeah. I just think Carlton support, we're all just like, we're, I mean, we're just scared of not making the finals after dreaming of it all year and almost being a shoe-in for it and playing some great footy. It's been the most enjoyable footy season. I know I, I can definitely say that as a Carlton supporter we've had for years. And probably the most enjoyable season for a lot of Carlton supporters in general. So, and so, yeah, and you know, if we end up missing finals from here, it'd be all for nothing. Like, what a waste of a season. So, um, yeah, it's super disappointing. But hopefully, um, hopefully, this is the big kick up the ass they need just before the finals, and we go in and win our last three games and beat Brisbane, Melbourne, and Collingwood, and charge into a, a home final. So. That would be the dream, but who knows? Well, they do, tough. they do say that a lot of teams do have one of those games where they do have that kick up the ass, and then it's from then that they sort of just mm. zone in and don't really lose a game going forward. So, you know, for the Blues fans, you'd be obviously hoping that is the case. And the, it, look, I think it is a blip. I don't, that performance, like you said, you haven't seen that from Carlton all season. Mm. It, I don't think that's a representation of a true Carlton brand. Um, you've obviously got a tough few games coming up, and if you, you lose any of those, on a good day, you know, it's yeah. sort of you can sort of understand it, but I guess now in the position you're in, you can't really afford to. But I, I don't see you losing the next three straight. I'll, I reckon Blues will win at least one of those and guarantee. It. Like I said, you only need one more game, yeah, to guarantee a final spot. And I reckon you'll you'll find it in there somewhere. It just on paper, it does look pretty tricky. Yeah, and we need the, the teams below us, like the Dogs and and the Tigers, to to just chill out and <laughs> not win any more games. Because I think if you if you drop 
another game or two, you're probably done. And then dogs the same. And then it just takes us winning one game. So almost lock that in. Yeah. And then the Saints, you can probably say they're not going to win. Oh, they'll be lucky to win one of their last three. They've got a really tough draw as well. So it's, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very stressful, but exciting at the same time. We might have to do this on Zoom for the next few weeks because <laughs> I was talking about it with some family the other day, or even today, sorry, at work, and I was saying, I don't know how it's going to be. I mean, I, this is a massive just, you know, it's, it's not going to happen, but imagine what the tension would be like between us if Richmond were to win their next three and you guys were to lose your next three <laughs> and we slot in the finals and you guys do not. Well, I'm getting the bird from our marketing manager behind us. But imagine if that was like, I, I don't think we could do this face-to-face, no. because especially because, like you said, you guys have been a shoey all year for finals and we lost to North two weeks ago. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. I'll put that out there. I was just thinking about it today. Imagine if that happened. I don't know if I could. Why couldn't that happen? Absolutely, it could happen. I think, I mean, obviously, technically, I don't see us beating Port in Adelaide. I know that they don't really have anything to play for anymore now that finals is, I think, we we did determine that it was mathematically not possible, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, they don't have anything to play for, which could work in our favour. I I don't know. I know Port Adelaide really don't like Richmond, though, and Mm. it's at their home deck. It's, yeah, to me, I don't see us beating them. And then we can win a last two for sure. Um, if we play our best footy, but you know, I don't want to get in. I don't yeah. want to get ahead of myself. It's <laughs> it's scary thinking about it. Um, uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's nuts. It's a crazy it's a crazy time of the year. I don't think we've had such a a wild race of the finals like this as well, where so much matters over these last few few rounds. Well, even you know, we'll, obviously we'll talk about it when we get into a few more of the reviews. But even like Brisbane, you know, like they really mm. needed to win to lock in a well, not lock in, but almost certainty um, a top four spot. Yep. And now they're sitting fifth and might not get the double chance, which. I mean, Brisbane have been up and about for the last how many years now? Three, four, almost the same amount of time like sort of Richmond were up there, but they just haven't been able to capitalise yet. Obviously, had the grand final um, at the G that year, at the Gabba, sorry, that year in 2020, and they didn't quite get there. And they've had so many chances, and it's it'd be a shame for Brisbane supporters to see another one um, slip through the fingers. But I guess speaking of those higher-end teams, we, we may as well touch on them now because they had a dominating performance on the weekend away from home, Melbourne. Mm. They're safely back. To yeah, their best. I think so. I think they're back. I mean, we, we, we say that every second week and then they go on and lose. But I think the way their, their, their footy, their brand looked like it was it was back on last Friday night. Oh, absolutely. Mm. I mean, it's not, not no easy task going over to WA and yep. beating Fremantle and then beating them in the fashion that they did, 46 points, and it, it never really looked like going Freo's way. It's, it was a statement. It was a big yeah. statement game. And I don't think they'll get top spot now because Geelong are just playing too well. But they'll, yeah, they've given themselves a really, really good uh, momentum boost yeah. heading into the back end. Yeah, absolutely. They're, they're, and it sets up a massive game against the team that we're about to talk about next as well, Collingwood. Friday night at the MCG is going to be massive. I kind of want to go to this second one. Second be third. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I might try and get down to this game. This is going to be, yeah, yeah. unbelievable. Big I mean, crowd. Massive crowd. Um, Melbourne supporters won't forget what happened on Queen's birthday. Mm. Collingwood supporters looking for 11 in a row, which I didn't think Crazy. I'd ever say that. Ooh, yeah, I, I can't believe that. Um, and, well, another one actually on that. I was, talk, I, was I joined last night the uh, Attention to Detail Boys, good friends of the mm. show, and we're talking about how there's been three teams this year that have had 10-game winning streaks at certain stages. Do you think that's ever happened before? 
three different teams have gone on 10-game winning streaks. Who's the third? I think Geelong, isn't it? Geelong won 10 straight? Yeah. No, but yeah, you said three three teams? Melbourne. Oh, of course. Yeah, at the start of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah 10 yeah, and yeah. zip, Melbourne went. That's Collingwood true. have won 10 in a row now. I think Geelong, Geelong are nine. Done. I think Geelong are nine. Geelong nine? I'll, I think. But they have a good chance to do it. Yeah. So yeah. if they do... That's huge. Oh, that's yeah. going to be history, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. That's yeah. You don't see you don't see that ever. Just we don't have that sort of dominant. I think the competition is too even for that to be happening at the moment. So it's funny though because we we say that like how even the competition is, and I still think it is that. But then to have these ten game winning streaks, mm. but then you look you look at Collingwood, right? They've won ten in a row, but how many of those have been by less than a kick? Yeah, which could have gone either way. Which I guess still shows that the competition is quite even. Yeah. If you lose Collingwood by two points. They're not necessarily much better than you. Yeah, they've just scraped over. Um, you've also got to argue the point that you know they're better at winning close games because they keep doing it. Yeah. It can't be luck at this point, but yeah. yeah. So anyway, I think it'll be a massive, massive game uh, this Friday night, Melbourne Collingwood. But Melbourne are absolutely on a hot streak. Yeah, but yeah, with with the pies, um, you got to factor in their opposition of late. Like I don't, I don't I try not to downplay what they're doing because obviously it's great, but they still this is this is. This is where we're really going to see the real Collingwood over the next three weeks. They've got Melbourne this weekend, uh, Sydney, and then Carlton to finish. That's the, the real test for them because they've had a pretty soft draw the last few weeks, the Pies. Yeah. They poured at the MCG. They played North the other week. Adelaide. Um, Adelaide. Oh, wow. Uh, they played Essendon last week. Yeah. Yeah. Adelaide are a great team, as, as we know. <laughs> I was going to say, I was yeah. waiting for something like that. <laughs> yeah, no, you're yeah. right. I mean, they've had a pretty soft. Five, six weeks. Yeah, we, we do always say you can only beat who's in front of you, but I guess it's also the fashion that they're doing it. They're not comprehensively beating these bottom-end teams. They're just scraping over the line against these teams. Exactly. So you, it, it, it does you know raise the question, Are they? how good are they? Mm. But um, we'll find, we're going to find out over the next three weeks. Well, absolutely. I mean, they could come... Just say they lose to Melbourne this Friday, Yeah. but they lose by 15 points. They're still a good side. You know what I mean? Like, if they lose yeah. by 15 points, no, there's, there's no cracks, you don't think, in Collingwood's system. They're... Great, but if they come out there and they get belted by 60, then you go, well, maybe it was a soft draw. What if they win? <laughs> if they win, God God help us if, all. If they beat Melbourne, I think Collingwood, I think they could win the I think they can win, win the premiership. If not, that could be my tip for the for the flag if they beat Melbourne this weekend. If they beat Melbourne this weekend, I I'd be putting money on pies to win the yep. flag because they wouldn't be heavy favourites at all. Like it'd be good odds. Mm. Um, but there'd be every chance to do it. And God help us all if they do. I remember what 2010 was like. And I mean, it's one of those ones. Collingwood's like that club that if you don't support them, you hate them. And I get that. They love it. They, they feed off it, which, you know, mm. you can understand exactly why. They've been a pretty successful team throughout their history. So, yeah, if they win this weekend, oh boy, it'll be uh, it'll be scary last mm. few weeks. Well, I mean, more so for you as well, because you're playing Collingwood in the last round of the year and could have finals implications like we've spoken about. So I'm yep. glad we don't have to face them. Mm. Yeah, I don't. That, that game scares me. Scares me, especially if, if things are still on the line at the time. Oh, you don't want to rely on a game against Collingwood to uh, to do it because if it goes the other way, oh boy. Well, we have se- we have seen things on social media saying that potentially the last round of the uh, last game of the year between Collingwood and Carlton could have Collingwood playing for a top four spot and Carlton playing for a top eight spot. Oh, boy, would that be big. <laughs> I mean, I know for you, yeah. you don't want that, but as a, for a neutral supporter, yeah. Yeah, well, there'd be, I reckon, 90,000 plus well, at the G. In saying that, we all, uh, Carlton members got an email today saying to upgrade, um, you, or you have to upgrade to a reserve seat for that game. 
Un- just unfortunately, with- I got that email. You, you would have got that email. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. I got that email popped through. So yeah. I, I did see that. Yes, um, I, I will yeah. not be upgrading. <laughs> but but um, they're saying that what? Yeah, two three weeks in advance. It just shows. Well, three weeks in advance from yeah from yesterday. So that just shows the level of uh, interest in that game already. Oh, hundred so. percent. And I, I don't know if I mean it's probably not as big a game in terms of implications. But last round of the year has also got all the big four clubs playing each other. Yeah. So Richmond Essendon also playing the last round, and Richmond is more than likely going to be playing for a final spot in that last round. And Essendon have been showing some good things. So that could be an interesting game as well. I'm, I don't want to talk about it. It's getting, I'm getting nervous thinking about it. So yeah, we'll move on. We're getting too ahead of ourselves. Yeah, let, let's move on. We've but, spoken about the Blues. Well, let's talk about your Tigers. Oh, yeah, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's get right into it. Let me tell you, I've probably said on the podcast a few times, I've said it to you, I've, I've got a real strong belief in not leaving the game early. And I've said that a lot of times. And let me tell you, during the second quarter, and I've looked up at the sky, pitch black, AFL members, you either get the sun or usually the rain hits that side of the ground pretty predominantly. And I'm looking at my sister, I'm looking at the scoreboard, and I'm like, I don't know, do we? Do I do the unthinkable and leave this one early? And then I checked the, the, the weather radar, the rain wasn't coming, I thought, nah, I'm staying, I'm staying, I'm staying, and boy, oh boy, did I make the right decision to stay for that game. I couldn't believe. Imagine you left. Oh, 42 <laughs> points down at one point. And I know we've blown a 42-point lead, so mm-hmm. I know what it's like being on the other end of that. But to come back from that against a side like Brisbane as well, um, who, like we said, were playing for top four spot, so much on the line for them, I was over the moon. And for Noah Cumberland, I mean, copped a lot last week for playing on, on this, uh, just after the siren. He played on and arguably lost us the game. And then to kick five, you know, for a guy that's played four games, I think it mm-hmm. might be, Um Against a team like Brisbane was was unbelievable. Yeah, and then almost almost cost you the game again. Yeah, I know that that contentious 50, should have been a fifty meter penalty to, to Darcy Gardner at the end. Yeah, uh, well, I know. I know you pointed out promptly that if it was the other way around, I'd probably be up and about up mm, in arms about well, it. You would be. Yeah, well, I'll, there'd be screenshots on the Richmond fan channels. Absolutely, yeah. there would be. But um, the one, well, the one for me with that one was. On the technicality, the umpire didn't say stand. And we've seen, like if you watch games of footy pretty closely, they do say quite often, you see a player creep forward another step or two before the umpire says stand. Now, I don't know if he actually has to stay stand, like has to say stand before it can be called 50. I'm not entirely sure, um, but we probably did get away with one there. But I was watching the... uh, the last half replay, as you could imagine, I probably have a few times. And I did notice that just before that, there was one where Brisbane guy was clearly moving around on the mark and we didn't get the 50 either. So, I mean, it's I don't want to get umpires involved in this one. At the end of the day, I mean, as a Brisbane supporter or as a club, you you know, from 42 points up, you, you shouldn't lose that no matter what sort of decisions get paid. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just, yeah, like you said, he nearly cost it for us again, but absolutely it worked out. He got a hand on the ball, turned over, Tom Lynch, goal, bang. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Tigers win. Huge from the Tigers. Absolutely huge. Um, Watching that game up until halftime, I thought, geez, you're getting absolutely smashed here. Brisbane looked like they were going to run away with a 70 to 80 point win. Your season looked done. That would have been it. That would have been done. Um, uh, Brisbane were going to break their MCG hoodoo. And then. I thought if any team to do it against, it was always going to be us. But then after halftime, you just flicked a switch and went. Bang! Like you just turned into old Richmond. Yeah, the, the pressure was back. Mm. Uh, there was a few things. I'm not. I'm not. I can't put it down the one thing in particular. But yeah, it was uh, awesome to watch um, from a Richmond point of view. I'm sure the rest of the AFL doesn't agree because 
Well, I mean, if we can continue that second half form in the like the last mm. few games, um, I think we'll be pretty good. But it's going to be challenging next few weeks. Yeah, that's for sure. Absolutely. But, um, Nah, I'm yeah, I'm absolutely no, good on you. Well yeah, done. I'm ecstatic at the moment, and let me tell you, Morris Rioli, oh boy, he he, he does certain <laughs> things to me. I, I love when he he comes on as a medical sub, and he always provides some sort of spark late in the game. Mm. I could watch that kid all day. Mm. It's exciting. Yeah, so. very exciting. I'm, as you can tell, I'm very excited about this game at the moment. I bet we better we better <laughs> keep going before I uh, I get carried away. Oh, but actually, I do want to mention just quickly as well. Uh, shout out to Shane Edwards on his 300th game. Absolute. Club legend. Um, he, I mean, he's been around for years, and people forget he played alongside Richo. Like that's how long. That's how long um, yeah. Shane Edwards has been around, and went underrated for the majority of his career. Probably until we actually became a successful club, and then people started to notice him a bit more. All Australian, some of the silkiest hands in the game, and um, yeah, absolutely stoked for him to play three hundredth. Do you know um, <clears throat> why his nicknames are what they are? What they mean? Well, I know there's Shedder and Titch. Yeah. And I can tell you honestly, I have no idea. No, well, I know what they are, but do you know why? Yeah, no, I've got okay. no, I've got All no right. idea why they yep. Shedder or Titch. I should probably uh, do some research into they're, that one. They're good nicknames. I like they're, they're fun. I used yeah from me when uh, when he was a bit younger, I used to run with the uh, call him Titch, and then mm. as we've got a bit older, I've more Shedder. migrated to Shedder. Well, Shedder's his Instagram name, so yeah, I've migrated to Shedder now. Yeah, no, love it. Um, Dave Mundy announced his retirement. Today, I it, was pretty uh, pretty sad, but yeah, this one almost sort of like me. it's like about time because he's like 37, 38. It's about yeah. 37, it is not about yeah. time in like a negative way, but like it's like, oh, Jesus, it's about how's time. he still going? Yeah. yeah, it's it was one of those ones where you almost just thought David Mundy was going to play forever, wasn't it? I mm. mean, he's he's not a player that anybody can really have any hard feelings against or towards, I should say. So, it's one of those ones where you just wanted to see him keep playing. Partly because of the novelty of him still going somehow, and also just because he's he's just such a respected player on the field. So it was pretty sad um, to see him do that. He finally got the uh, the opportunity to wear all thirty two of Fremantle's yeah. jersey designs that they've worn. What do you think of years. that, by the way? The new design, yeah. or like well, that, the new that, design, the retro design. Last yeah, week. I liked it. I liked it. My, I still, I think the retro one they wore last year yeah, was still my favourite. I think this that should one was almost better. be like their clash one or something. But I do like the three D anchor. I yeah. think it's cool. I like that nineties sort of. I don't mind the, the retro jumpers that some yeah. of the clubs are rolling out with the Bulldogs one was super nice as well. Yeah. So I like that. But I just thought it was crazy that Mundy's played in all thirty two. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I know some of them were brought back as retro designs, obviously, mm. like this one was. But still, I mean, how many players can say they've worn every one of their clubs' jumper yeah. designs? I think he'd probably be the only one. So. Well, he debuted in two thousand and three. What were you doing in two thousand and three? You you won. You won. Grade one. I think it was in grade one, 2003. Just put that into perspective. Yeah. Crazy, thinking about it? it that way. And now yeah. I'm six. What are you in? I'm nearly, eight, I'm eight years out of high school now. Yeah. That's that's ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. And thinking about it like that, He's that's been absolute, playing AFL football for that long. Yeah. That's absolutely bananas. Mm. So there we go. I think it's his not 19 years now. Yeah. I think it was. This is yeah, 19th 19. season. Yeah. So, long yeah. Time. Absolutely crazy. So good on him. Yeah. Um, David Mundy is yeah. going to go down as. Fremantle champion, AFL champion. Um, well, one of the one of the greats, really. Oh, the absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And I loved what he finished. Did you see what he finished off with? What he said he wanted from the rest of the year. Humble battler. Oh, he said he wants to be known as a humble battler. But he also like he said, no. "What do you want from Fremantle?" And he's for like the last few, and he goes, "I want to win the next six games." Six games. Yeah. I like that. Like it was subtle, yeah. but it was a clear message of yeah. what, what they're after. And oh, I mean, that would be nice. 
I, if, if, yeah, like obviously you want your own team to win it, but I would actually love to see Fremantle win a mm. flag. One, because there's no one to give me shit about it because no one goes to Fremantle here in yeah. Melbourne. And two, just because, yeah, they've never won one. Blokes like Mundy, I mean, I'd love to see Fife for the Premiership under his belt just to solidify his legacy a little bit more. Um, yeah, great sides. I would, I'd love to see that, but I don't know if I see it happening. Yeah, uh, they they look like they're falling off a bit of a cliff at the moment as well, the Dockers, So, uh, which we haven't touched on it too much, but yeah, I think they're... Losing form at the wrong time of the year as well. So appears to be, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into the round twenty-one games this week. We we touched on it before with Melbourne and Collingwood on a Friday night, an absolute blockbuster, probably game of the season, you'd say so far in terms of the uh, the build up's going to be massive all week. I think the build up, the implications, like we said, um, is Collingwood going to break their winning streak, or mm. Melbourne going to break Collingwood's winning? Well, I streak? I think we're going to know after this round who. I, I feel like if Collingwood. Knock, as we said, Collingwood knock Melbourne off. We know Collingwood are going to be up there for the premiership. Melbourne beat Collingwood. It's going to be finally they've, they've broken that that streak. Yeah, like but they've then, almost been found out. In yeah, a way. and then it's like okay, also, maybe Collingwood aren't up to it because they can't match it against the top teams. But also, yeah, and then like we said, it depends on how they lose it as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Like if they lose by three points, that's you know what I mean. Like we said before, that like you're not going to take any, um, you know, have anything against Collingwood for that. But, so it just. Yeah. Well, what's your tip then? I think Melbourne. I mean, only purely because of the form I saw Melbourne in last week and Collingwood have been just scraping over the line week in, week out. So I think that's the only reason I'm going Melbourne and I just, when they're at their best, I don't think many teams beat Melbourne. So I think, yeah, for, for me, Melbourne win this one. Yeah, yeah, I'm going D's as well. Saturday, we've got Hawthorne, Gold Coast. It's Tassie. The University of Tasmania Stadium. Is that Launceston? Yeah, Launceston. Bit of a nothing game. I mean, Gold Coast is still a mathematical chance to play finals, so they they just need to keep winning and hope for other results go their way. But Hawthorne down in Tassie are, are pretty good, I think. They're a pretty tough team to beat yeah. down there. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a, a bit of a nothing game, but I think this could also be one of the games of the round, like a bit of an, an underdog for mm. game of the round because I feel like this could be a tight contest. I think Hawthorne just yep. being in Tassie, I think probably suits them a little bit as well. And like you said, Gold Coast technically a chance, but... They're probably pretty realistic and, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting, but I think Hawthorne. Yeah, yeah, I think Hawks as well. Uh, GWS and Essendon at Giants Stadium. Yeah, again, a, a nothing game. This, Dead rubber. this is did a see nothing what game. Mark McVeigh said about these uh, Giants players on the weekend? I did not. Yeah, he's accused a lot of them of checking out. Really? Yeah. He, like, named, he named eight players that he thought, like, played for the jumper, you know, gave it their all, and then... Said the rest of, or there's some that have that have checked out. That's pretty strong. So if you're not in those eight players you mentioned, yeah. So I think you'd be questioning, you know, Jacob Hopper, Tim Taranto, who are free agents or on the trade table. You know, they're it's like they've they've already checked out because they know they're going to be playing somewhere else next year. And I mean, it shows because the chance have been terrible. Yeah, and it's weird too because they've got the same list. Like essentially, yeah. they haven't. Who have they lost? That's I think they just it's just time to regenerate for them. Yeah, which, like another one, a little bit like Brisbane, if Brisbane can't capitalise soon, a mm. bit of a wasted opportunity. Like, they multiple prelims, grand final, they've played in the Giants and yeah. just haven't been able to capitalise. So, I mean, if you compare them to the Gold Coast, the other new club in the AFL, they've done pretty well. But, yeah, I think wasted opportunity there. But, like you said, this is a bit of a dead rubber game. I think 
I don't know. It's going to be, I think, Giants maybe just because it's up there. But Essendon have, Essendon have been in pretty good form. Essendon have been in good form. I actually have no idea who will win yeah. this one. I'm going to go with the favourites here on sports. Bingo Essendon, actually. Yeah, I'm going to go Essendon as well. Um, Doggies Frio at Marvel. This is a massive, massive. This Talk about implications. This has Jeez. implications everywhere. Jeez, I'd love for Frio to win this one. <laughs> But at we really need Stadium, Frio to, we both need Frio to win this. Well, yeah, absolutely we do. We really need Frio to get up for this one. And Marvel Stadium, I mean, Frio played us a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. didn't look that flash hot. Um, I mean, they didn't look that flash hot at their own home deck. So yeah. I think... The doggies just have to win as well. I think but. they know what's at stake, Frio. Yeah. I think... I mean, you'd hope so anyway. You'd think that they'd sort of want to lift. I mean, are there still a chance for top four if they win their last three? I think they're... Yeah, I think they're still in with a shout, but... I mean, it's unlikely, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that, that could probably... That, hopefully, in the back of their heads, they're thinking, we probably need the double well, chance at this and rate. They, they just need to find some form, Frio. That's so, it as well. Absolutely, they do. So, it's going to be... It's a very hard game to pick. I think Marvel Stadium factor, though, just suits the dogs yeah. a little bit nicer. They work that ground so well. Um, and like I said, a Fremantle couldn't even get over Richmond, who are notoriously pretty average at Marvel Stadium. I don't see how they're going to go to Marvel and beat a team like the dogs, who were, who were very, very good there. So... Yeah. Doggies for me, as much as I'd love for Frio to win this yeah. one. Well, I'm, I'm going Frio, but uh, not yeah, convincing. Not convincing. It's actually really hard. It's a yeah, flip of the coin. This game, it's very hard to tip. Uh, Saturday night, we've got Geelong St Kilda at GMHBA. Speaking of games that we really want, come one on, team cats. in particular to win. I've never supported Geelong so hard <laughs> in my life. I really want. I mean, you, you don't see. Saints beating Geelong down no, there anyway. Not the form that Geelong are in, so no, they're they're flying at the moment. Yep. They're looking so dangerous, and we've touched on it. Their home and away form is unbelievable. They're probably looking more primed than I've seen in recent years for a final series. We know notoriously they have flunked out of finals. Mm. Um, I just it's easy to say, but I don't see it happening this year. Yeah, I think if they lose, it'll be like a. It'll be a bit of a shock, mm. um, but yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, Geelong, Geelong for me for this one fairly comfortably. Yep. You'd imagine. Yeah, no, cats for me as well. Saturday night, Port Adelaide Richmond at the Adelaide Oval. Oh god, as we discussed earlier. Yeah, th- this is the one for me that's on tearing whatever hair I have left out of my <laughs> head about because I think this is almost a harder game than the one we had on the on the weekend mm. against Brisbane. Brisbane are higher in the ladder, probably a better side, but I think Port at Adelaide Oval are just a different beast. Um, we've had a pretty good run there in recent years, but I don't know if I trust our form this year enough mm. to convince me that we'll get over the line here. And I'm hoping with the finals spot on the line, we do get up now, Porter math- mathematically out of it. So I'm just going to give it to us. I'm just trying to show a bit of faith in my boys mm. now after they gave me a little bit more to hold on to after the weekend. So I think maybe us just. No, nah, I'm going for Port. Just simply because we need Port to win, and <laughs> it's I, not who you want to win; and it's who you think. Oh, I think will Port. Win. I think they they've been playing some good footy. They've just been incredibly unlucky. I mean, they lost to Collingwood by a goal, which every team has been doing this year. Yeah. Um, and then they played one of the best games against Geelong the other week as well. Probably against any other team, they would have won that. So, um, I think Port, just because it's at the, at the Adelaide Oval as well. Sunday, we've got North Melbourne and Sydney at Marvel. I mean, <laughs> I joked about this before, glossing over North. I mean, and I'd love to see North win this, to be honest. But well, I mean, we, uh, yeah, I mean, just from a necessity point of view, would love Sydney to drop a game. Yeah, but, no, that would help for sure. But we'll help you not, anyway, not, it's not us. Happening. No, no, Sydney aren't going to lose to North Melbourne. Doesn't matter where it's being played. So, yep. 
Sydney, and Sydney, another one that have found the right yeah. form at the right time too. They're absolutely they've flying. They've got a really good run home. So. Absolutely. Some of their young stars are just oh, dominating the competition mm. right now. So, yeah, yeah. They'll, uh, they'll fly through this one, the Swans. Yep. Brisbane Carlton at the Gabba. Massive game. Yeah, this... Well, again, implications. Mm. Carlton need to win one more to lock in finals. Brisbane can still push for a top four spot. They need to win. Home game, they're coming off a oh, disappointing loss. Mm. I think the Gabba factor gives me Brisbane winning this one. I think it was in Melbourne. I'd go Carlton pretty comfortably. But I think being at the Gabba and after the loss I've just had, I think Brisbane. Yep, I think... I think Brisbane as well, but I mean... <laughs> it hurt to say that, didn't it? We, we we haven't lost two in a row all year. So we always rebound after a loss. I'd love I'd love for us to just come out and win this and just, just put it to bed and lock in that final spot and just put last week behind us. But I think Brisbane on the rebound, thanks to, thanks to your mob, um, they're going to be hard to beat at the Gabba. I do think, by the way, that last week was just a blip. In the season, for I don't think it's anything. Mm. Um, it's insinuating anything going forward, but yeah, I just think Brisbane are probably just at, at home a little bit too strong. It is a fortress up there at the Gabba, so yeah. tough yeah. game. I think Lions as well, but geez, oh, this will be a very different podcast next week if we get up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Might stay home. And the last game of the round, and pretty much where it should be in that time slot. West Coast and Adelaide. West Coast always get this time I slot, know, don't they? The last game on a Sunday. They deserve it this year because... This year they do. No one's yeah. watching this game. I feel like they, they've always caught the late Sunday yeah. afternoon games uh, most seasons. But yeah, yeah, no one's really tuning into this one. Another bit of a dead rubber one, I think. Yeah. I reckon West Coast could get the job done here. Uh, Adelaide haven't been consistent enough for me. I've seen flashes from I mean, them all year. They played like Geelong last week, so I think <laughs> they could probably get up this week. Or did you guys just play like North? Yeah. Well, Darcy Fogarty turned into Dusty Martin. Oh, mate, Ben Keyes. Ben Keyes, yeah. Ben Keys, nah, yeah, Ben Keyes was unreal as well. But no, nah, I think, I don't know, Adelaide aren't consistent enough for me to see them winning two in a row, especially up at Optus. West Coast have found some form um, sometimes. So, yeah, I think... I yeah, think, I think West Coast can can sneak one. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think West Coast for me. Yeah, yeah. They will, uh, they'd love to get one more win before the season finishes at home. as well. I think this could be their last home game as well. So Yeah, absolutely. All right, mate. Well, that is round 21. Um, let's get into the segments. I'm uh, doing Crimea River tonight. so We're, uh, we're mixing it up. We're, uh, mm. yeah, it's going to be had, interesting. It had to be done. Had to be done. I had one. No, I'll just let, I'll let it be you? known. I had one. Yeah, I had one for today. Well, we I, can do two. Let's just do two. Uh, let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. Two. Let's get cracking. I'll let you kick us off. I will. Michael Voss. <laughs> I know what this is. I dare you to drop Jack Silvani again. That set the tone for the weekend. Dropping one of our best players all season. The player that gives us the most heart and soul and represents the Carlton Footy Club like no one else can play in any position. To drop him, not on form, but just just based on because we had too many tall players or whatever the reasoning was, was an absolute disgrace. And I love you, Vossi. Like, you've been unbelievable this season, but, geez, you got that one wrong. And you put a lot of Carlton supporters offside Thursday night. I can tell you what, that was, that was bad. You don't drop the favourite son and not a player that's been in form like Silvani has. He was 
he'd be up there in our best and fairest this season. And there was even talk about him being in the All Australian squad as a half forward halfway through the season. So, Bossy, do that again, mate, and you will turn into the next David Teague. I was going to say, <laughs> I couldn't tell if it was Teague, Bolton or Vossi yeah. out there with the way Carlton supporters were carrying on, but I completely agree with you. I was flabbergasted mm. when I saw well, that. I think everyone was. People thought it was a typo. Yeah, yeah. when I saw Silvani being dropped, I, no, honestly, I thought he might have a niggle. They're resting him. They just mm. don't want to say that he's got a niggle because I don't know, you don't want opposition fe- like teams knowing you know your injuries and what's going on. But for Vossi to then come out and say, no, no, we've dropped him. And then he got named as the medical sub, which yeah. means if you had a niggle, you wouldn't put him as a medical sub. Yeah. Well, Vossi came out and said he uh, he was dropped. Yeah, no, exactly. That's what mm. I mean. He yeah. came out and admitted that no, no, we've dropped him. I, I couldn't believe it. And um, I know if I was a Carlton supporter, I would be livid. Mm. And he came on and like and it was great early. He came on uh, midway through the second quarter, I think. Yeah, and he was fantastic. Mm. Um, which he has been all year. So yeah, that's I don't, I don't mind that. I like that for a crummy river. Yeah. It's uh. You don't do many of them, but when you do, oh, you go to. bang. I had to. I even on Saturday, straight after the game on Saturday night, no, I was like, I, I have to do it this week. You told me I'm taking the reins. Mm. Well, I was going to let you have more by yourself, but after no. the Sunday under after Sunday night's game, um, I now have a crummy river as well to add to yeah. the list, and I'll get into that one. And it's it worked in our favour, but it's the way it went down that still upsets me. And we spoke about it just before as well. But for those that don't didn't see it, Brisbane have gone kicked a goal. The goal umpire wasn't entirely sure if it was a goal or behind. They couldn't tell if it was touched. They spent about a minute and a half doing a goal review. Fair enough. That's that's the system we have in place to make sure goals are accurately paid. Goes through. Sure enough, the ball was touched well over the line. Brisbane goal, no problem. I'm disappointed, but fair's, fair and square. Just as it gets paid a goal, the umpire then goes, well, it doesn't matter anyway because I'm paying a push in the back on the goal line. <laughs> Why waste everybody's time <laughs> watching a, a goal review? If that happened to us and it was us that got given the goal and I'd celebrated and che- mm. clapped and cheered just to then get said, told, oh, no, by the way, it's a free kick. You're not getting that goal. I would be absolutely livid. Like I said, it worked in our favour because the free kick went to us. But What a piss take. What, yeah, honestly, what, what, why do that? And mm. I, want, I want the AFL to come out and either acknowledge that it was a mistake or say why they've done it. My first thoughts were maybe he didn't see the free kick and then when watching the replay, the free kick was blatantly obvious and they had to pay it. But surely you can't use a replay to pay a free kick. I've never seen that done before mm. either. So, yeah, it, yeah, it's absolutely mind-boggled me. And I was pretty filthy with it at the time too because it's just it just wastes time. Yeah, And then it gives the opposition time to set up. I've spoken about goal reviews before, but when they're completely unnecessary like this, where it didn't matter if it was a goal or a point because it wasn't going to get paid regardless. Yeah, I know. I, I, yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. I don't know if you saw that from home, but I remember yeah. at the game, everyone was everyone booed pretty loudly when that yeah. happened. Yeah, would it be even more confusing at the game because you don't have the the, 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 the telecast or the, the commentary to, to hear anything or what's actually going on? Well, no, exactly. So, so even, I remember even worse at the game. We saw on the big screen, you got the footy goes to the two big mm. sticks, says goal, Brisbane fans got up, like clapped, cheered. And then all of a sudden I see Noah Bolter holding the footy in the goal square. And I'm like, mm. he just paid a goal, mate. Give it like a yeah. classic Noah Bolter, just <laughs> completely having no idea what's going on. And I'm like, oh God, like what's he going to, he's going to give away like a free kick in the, mm. like, you know, he's going to do something stupid. He's give it back to the umpire. And I'm like, hang on a second. It's our free kick. What yeah. for? Because uh, I, I couldn't see the push from where I was. But yeah, I, I think that is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen happen in a game of football. Yeah. Bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. Mind boggling stuff that was, but 
At some point for you this year, isn't it? Well, it's, as, been, as you know. it's been a bit like that. It'll mm. be interesting to see how we go next year, if there's any changes or if yeah. it just continues on this same path. But, yeah, anyway, that's, that's it for Crimey Rivers. That is it. And, and that is it for the, uh, for the episode this week. Um, that was good. Felt like I got a lot off, off our chest. Well, me in particular. and I didn't man, get enough of I've got yeah, more to give yeah. if, if you want it, but I'll, I'll, I'll refrain. Yeah, you, you, you're absolutely up and about. I haven't seen you like this for a few weeks. So well, I haven't, haven't had no reason yeah, to. I like I said, a week is a long time in yeah. football. No, it's been good. But, um, yeah, well, as I said, it's a business end, business end, absolutely business end part of the season now with finals just around the corner and three massive rounds to finish off the season. So enjoy round 21. It's going to be huge and we'll chat next week. Thank you.